We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. The sound of the final buzzer means it's hangover time. So grab a drink and join your host, Alphonse Sidney, for a Miami Heat Beat post-game show. Heat win! Heat win! That's like 10 of the last 11. Like, listen, uh, <laughs> I'm going to warn you there will be some negative comments about the Heat on this podcast. I mean, on the show, but at the end of the day, we all do realize that the Heat have won 10 of their last 11. Jimmy Butler is making a fantastic case to be top three to five in the MVP race. Um, you saw some good things out of Kelly Olenek tonight. You saw Tyler Hero become fourth quarter Tyler again. Uh, Duncan Robinson, uh, you know, buoyed you for a little stretch. And they survived bad games by both Kendrick Nunn and Goran Dragic, What I think which I think is really, really super important, right? Because um, one of the things we've been talking about a lot lately is that, is that, the, that the Heat can't survive bad games from Goran and Kendrick, and they did that tonight. And no Bam, of course, right? And then Vooch and, and then Terrence Ross, that's sorry, some bitch. And he's just trash all the time until he plays Miami Heat. Like Hall of Fame random scrub heat killer Terrence Ross. I mean, he was making Steph Curry style shots out the corner. I, I mean, like I don't know. I, I don't know what to do with him, but I think Spo did because at the fourth quarter, Spo said, Jimmy, take Terrence out the game, and Terrence was out the game. So Brash, bring me out. Let's talk about this game with everybody. And first we're gonna ask. What's everybody drinking? All right. So we are going to go around the horn. We have a, uh, a Sunday cast of characters here tonight. Thank you guys for showing up. 
A lot of people bailed on us because it's Sunday night. They're getting ready for the, they got that, that Monday anxiety, but you guys came through. Siobhan, what are you drinking tonight? Siobhan's muted. What's your computer drinking tonight, Siobhan? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll go to Tiff and we'll come back to Siobhan. Tiff, what are yes, you sorry, drinking tonight? My bad. Okay, yes, go ahead, Siobhan. I don't what are you what... drinking tonight? <laughs> I want some more you're drinking. Let's go. So I don't know what my computer is drinking, but I would like some of that. Um, I double fisted, brought it back. We got some Kindle. And some Jack Daniels rye and ginger beer. Love it. Double fisted after a heat win. Tiff, it's Sunday. Work soon come. Yes, it does. You have children. Are you yes, drinking tonight? I'm just easing into the night with this nice little frosty beverage. Okay. That's, it. That's all you need. It's, it's no need. need to get crazy. It's Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. I'm drinking Kettle One and Sprite mm -hmm. because... Whether it's the Lord's Day or not, I'm going to be drinking hard liquor. Uh, I'm going to go to Brass last because he disappointed me two nights ago. He came back oh strong God, yesterday. We're still bringing this back. <laughs> no, you got to do better. You you set a standard for yourself. Uh, G, what are you drinking tonight? G, who's who is who has been booted from Hangover Time and the Weird Al pregame show, uh, but we let you. We 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 like to have you back on occasion. Uh, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I'm having uh, straight Pisco. So Pisco on the rocks. Oh, um, no. Ooh, Pisco? I love Pisco. You uh, got to go to work tomorrow? Yeah. Pisco is rough. It's really good. Um, no God, I love Pisco, but that's, you know, I got Peruvian friends. You know, when <laughs> we good. hit that Pisco, it's, you know, we're not trying to go to work for a couple of days. But, all it's right. like one of my favorite things to drink straight. Like, just, it's so good. You, right. But you don't wake up till noon anyway. Um, <laughs> someone said I lost it when E. Reed said Air Bomba. E. Reed coming for niggas next this year. Like he is not playing. E. Reed doesn't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> Brass, uh, what are you drinking tonight? Right. Let me see some. I I am drinking a. I made a a, a tiki drink tonight. So oh, I made a, I made a pinata, <laughs> which is. Um, let's see if I, it's uh some dark dark rum some white rum pineapple juice ginger liqueur lemon juice and uh oh some other shit some allspice dram and, and some simple syrup it's good just a little, little, little simple drink it's good Listen, I, that, and, and that's all i ask you know what i'm saying come with some because i i just drink liquor in one mixer I just, I just, I appreciate when you come with something fancy. You got the tiki, a special tiki cup. It's amazing. Look, this, 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 this little thing, it's got the little Kyle Lowry booty on this thing. Do you recognize that, G? That's I can't. Look at that. Look it's at that. the straw for me, Alf. That. Alf, it's the straw for me, though. It, let me see that straw again. I got a little bamboo straw. <laughs> Is just, it real you got all kinds, just all kinds of shit at the crib, ready to go. <laughs> I love it. I um, texted Brass the other day asking him for like shaker advice, and Brass was like really mean to me. He's like, well, "What kind of shaker is it?" And I was like, "I don't know." He's, like, "How do you not know?" Like Brass is like this oh, Brass cocktail is, elitist. Bra Yo, Brass <laughs> is a cocktail elitist. Not gonna lie to you, motherfucker. But yet, if I come in with something on the rocks, you give me shit for days. yeah, exactly. You just you don't set a standard. But yeah, I've been having I've been having in these streets drinking with Brass. He will drink whatever. Like I, he he is not he he does like a nice drink, but he will get down. You know, <laughs> it doesn't I, matter what it is. New Orleans <laughs> is a prime example of that. But let's we were drinking Crown and Monster at ten o'clock in the morning in New Orleans. But that's a story <laughs> for another time. 
Uh, that's a that's that's gonna be all, that's a Patreon only episode. Um, only. <laughs> uh, but listen, t- tonight you saw the Heat's defense no. once whoa, whoa, again. Whoa, whoa, I mean, whoa, 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 whoa. what? No, I gotta, whoa. I gotta, I gotta defend myself here. How am I gonna be drinking out of that cup, making fun of Solana? Oh, I, I'm not gonna have that. Stop that right now. <laughs> no, because what I'm drinking has a ton of shit in it, and yeah. a ton of good shit in it, and a ton of alcohol in it. What Solana drinks don't have any of that shit. All right. No this is a serious it. drink. This will fuck you up. So I'm not Whoa. I am not I am not gonna take that kind of slander. Whoa. So let's let's move it on. Al, Brass, don't, let about come, this game. don't let them come for you like that. Not doing it. You ain't Blake Griffin and they ain't E Reed. <laughs> don't don't stand for that kind of shit. Um let's go. once again, I, what I want to talk to you guys about is I, I, because we complain a lot on the show about the heat, because I think there's a lot of things that, listen, when it comes to beating a team like the Magic without Aaron Gordon, without Fournier, and once again, you're stuck in a tight game with six minutes left. Like, I mean, the the the, the theme of the last three weeks of the heat season is one point game or, or tie game with six minutes left. Like, that's just been the theme. And then Jimmy Butler turning into a, a god and just taking you home, right? And and what we've been complaining about is it shouldn't be this hard against some of this te- some of these teams. But once again, in 2021, the Miami Heat have held the team under 100 points. Like this defense is absolutely elite. I don't care who they're playing. What you know, I I don't I don't want to hear excuses of weak competition. It is an absolutely elite defense, even without Bam out of bio. Because on other nights, these crappy teams are still scoring one twenty. Mm-hmm. But they come against the Heat, and they you know, we're holding teams under one hundred one, one hundred two, ninety seven, ninety five. Now we're only scoring one or two, one hundred four ourselves. But at the end of the day, it's resulting in wins, Tiff. This is an elite defense. Instead of let's not crush them tonight for barely beating the Magic. Let's just talk about the fact that when their offense is shit and suffering, it almost doesn't matter because they ain't letting you score either. Right. You know what else is showing us? That they can play like this with Bam. And they can play like this with Bam under the basket. So the same intensity that these guards are bringing – every night without him, they got to bring that with him because then you can like take a little pressure off of him because they're showing us that they can play elite defense. Elite defense and G, we're talking like, like Tiff is saying, they're doing this without Bam. So they're, they're, and I don't care what level of professionalism you get to when you have a safety net of a guy like Bam there, there are there's a tendency for guys like Kendrick, guys like Tyler, to you know to not fight through a screen because there's an all world defensive player that's going to pick this man up, right? You get you know if you get crushed by a Mobamba screen, you can you know Bam is going to be behind you to pick up Terrence Ross, right? But if Bam isn't there, so I, I just feel like these guys are making more of an effort to fight through these screens, making more of an effort to contest, close out. Um, I, I don't. Is it an effort thing? Is it a scheme thing? What is it that you see with the Heat's defense? Well, I think with Kendrick, I mean, he was playing a lot better defensively even when Bam was 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 in the game, like when he was healthy. So, I think with Kendrick, it was kind of like a, he lost his rotation spot and, and he played really well and, and earned it back. 
I think guys like Tyler have been a little dinged up. And I think kind of this has been the first game that I think he looked a lot springier, looked more like himself, had a dunk. So I, I disagree with you a little bit on that. I, I think that some of it's guys getting healthy and some of it's guys just being in the right spot. And I think kind of Jimmy being back kind of puts everybody in the right spots. He's been off ball a lot, he's helping a lot, kind of getting in the paint, digging and closing back out shooters. Um, I do think that they're playing a lot harder, but I think that's just been a general thing since Jimmy's come back. I don't think it's, you know, with Bam or without Bam. I want to address this Leo guy because I got time tonight. I want to, I want you to go back, Leo, right? Because <laughs> Brass Jazz uh, cuts clips of these shows, makes best of. I want to go. I want you to go back, Leo, and I dare you to find anybody on Hangover Time calling Precious Achua a future star. I dare you to find that fucking audio. And that is not a thing we've said. So shut the fuck up and just enjoy the show with your hating ass. Anyway, um, we, like Precious. we like Precious. We like Precious. We like Precious. But we, I mean, uh, how many times have we it. said the first good deal? Send that motherfucker and his dreads yeah. up out of here. Like, listen, like, don't act like this is a show over here riding <laughs> the Precious train. Like, calm the fuck down. Like. Damn, y'all just be out here hating for no goddamn reason. Wait, Al. 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 I, I got Al, time tonight. I'm sorry. Al, are you happy? No. I'm never fucking happy according to the fucking comments. <laughs> I live a miserable existence where I ride fucking uh, the precious train all day long. <laughs> Siobhan, what do you see with this? <laughs> We all had the same thought at the same time. Oh, I'm sorry. Phrasing. Uh, Siobhan. What's up? The heat defense. Um, Do you think it's... And this is a question I have. And I think uh, G G probably has analytics to back this up or what. My eye test says that the heat are slowing things down so much that it's 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 helping their defense and basically making up for their lack of offense. They're playing games in the mud in a, in, a, in an era where yeah. you're trying to beat teams 120 to 115. I feel like some of the, the some some of the defense yeah. that we're seeing is not just great defense. It's also just you know slowing a pace down to the point where yeah, you're going to see these low scores. Yeah. There was an interesting stat early in the season about, um, you know, kind of turnovers per game and 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 how it correlated to teams ranking. Right. I think uh, for us, we tend to there was a point where we were like we could not, you know, keep control over the ball. But then there came a point, like you said, of where we started getting less and less possessions because, you know, we are intentionally deliberately slowing the ball now we don't have the horses we don't have the guys we don't have the guards there's been so many times where jimmy's been on the break and and look to his left and right and see no one with him so of course we're not going to you know get that that up-tempo type of game and so so yes yeah, so so slowing the game down um does allow you to you know set your set your get your defense set um you know a little more quickly and and just bog it down we're slugging it out and it's it's already starting to show like the a, a sluggish, a doggish, hard fought game is going to show in the body. I'm just going to show in the numbers. Um, and and I'm I'm happy that we are winning these games now and the games that we should be winning. But I'm always, always in the back of my head thinking about um, the accumulation of just just 
bludgeoning that, you know, the, this roster is taking. Brass, is this like, is the, 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 the idea of let's, let's basically play this game in the mud till six minutes left, five minutes left, and just let Jimmy just crush their souls. Like, is this a winning strategy moving forward? Or is it like, it'll get you through March and, and April. You know what I mean? <laughs> but also, this this is very – this is playoff basketball, too, at the same time. Right. Yeah, I just don't – I, 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 I would I, love it, to save it for the playoffs. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, right. It works on a game-to-game basis, but I don't want to have to put Jimmy through that every night. Right. Yes. And I feel like because Jimmy loves it. Did you guys see Jimmy on that jump ball? He's a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> he's, in, he's, in, he's an insane I love person. it. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I've never seen someone get so excited about winning a jump ball. He loves it, but he's built for that physically. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. built to play this way mentally and physically 99% of the time. Yeah. But the combination of the whole team, they're not built for that. Right. G, do you think that's a strategy that basically keep it close and, and, and let's use our execution at the end of a game to put teams away? Because they did that a lot in the playoffs. Like, this is, this is bubble playoff winning that they're doing like where they just mm-hmm. you just you just you knew at the end of a game if it was close within five minutes that they were going to execute the shit out of another team and they were going to close it out and they were going to they were going to jimmy butler was going to come through is it too early for that or is is it just like hey they you won 10 win. out of 11 it's working this is a good strategy right i think the rotations right. would indicate to me that they just want to survive the non-Jimmy minutes. Like, they're minus seven when he sits, plus seven when he plays, right? Like they're really <laughs> That's yeah. insane. He's, he's great. He's his, he's putting almost, like, Embiid-esque numbers on-off. Embiid is, like, the leading MVP guy. So I think, like, some of these lineups where you have, like, Goran and Tyler and, and Andre are really just trying to, like, cobble enough scoring plus your good defenders to survive uh, until Jimmy gets back. I think that you kind of see them yeah. play calling, too. I think it's like really low turnover, risk averse stuff. Like they just don't want to cough up the lead. You know, they're, I, I just checked, they're like 11th in assist to turnover ratio uh, since Jimmy came back on January 30th, which is good because they move the ball a lot and they, they try to get like good shots that way. So I kind of agree with you. I think that, I mean, maybe I'm sure that they don't want to keep it close. I'm pretty sure they want to be up double digits. Uh, but, you know, I do think that Spo kind of understands the limitations of this team on offense and they really just kind of buy some time defensively with enough scoring uh, until Jimmy can come back in the game. I'm going to address the chat. The chat is saying Gianni sounds depressed and Gianni sounds sad. You know what Gianni is trying to do? He's trying to mute his personality because he takes over other people's shows. Fit in, not fit out. Nah, G. I'm about to. Hold up. Hold up, G. No, we shut the fuck up, G. No, you don't remember. Stop talking. Yeah. If you don't be you, I'm going to have Brass just kick you the hell out. Like, do I still get paid? Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> no, like, no, be you. Talk. Diet, soda. Don't mute yourself. No, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I that's why I asked you what was wrong before we came on. I thought last time you were on here, you're drinking the fucking Kool Aid and you're going. Yeah, yeah. be you. Now look at you tonight. I, listen, I thought that I was. Wanna, no, you know what? I, I want to get you riled up. Yeah, give get me your Jimmy up. Butler for MVP speech. If 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 you had to make the case for it, because you were banging this drum. Before I love you, Cortez. But before Cortez, before anybody, you were banging the Jim VP drum. What What is your case 
for Jimmy Butler to be, you know, to be in that top five MVP race. Since he came back on January 30th, the Heat have the number one defense in the league. And that is Louder. in large part. Louder. Come on, G. More. They have more. the number one defensive rating in the league since he came back. That's over the Lakers, the Warriors, who have been like outstanding on defense this year. I need, I need Sixers, more from G. Come on, baby. The Sixers with Embiid and Simmons, the, the mighty Utah Jazz with Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell and all these guys over there. Almost they, there. Almost. Act like you're talking about Get Kyle him, Lowry. G. Let's go, man. Uh, Get they him. have... He's, I mean, the the plus fourteen difference when he's on and off. I think that they have really limited offense with just guys that can't get to the rim. Goran is clearly hobbled. My mom said watching the game today, she's like, "Is Goran in pain? Because he looks like he, he looks like he's always crying." Um, Your mom shows more energy than this. Let's go. Yeah, come, come on, let's on. go. Um, he, I mean, Crazy. what he does on what what he does on both ends of the floor, and and he's just not an on ball guy. And I know Siobhan and Tiff have mentioned this too, like just the screening, the moving without the basketball, just getting guys involved, like legit makes everybody better. Kelly Olynyk shoots forty percent when Jimmy's on the court, and like fifteen percent when he's off the court. It's insane. He only makes shots when Jimmy passes it to him. Well, because like when you have guys, I mean, no offense to like Gabe Vincent or whatever, but like when you get passes at your ankles, and like exactly, I'll, we joke, but like when we saw with Hassan like when he's getting like these like not good passes it was like oh. he was the turnover machine but like when Dwayne Wade was here all of a sudden it was like the lob father and shit you know like he's getting guys good passes and stride like he's an amazing basketball player and the numbers he's doing I, I read a tweet earlier like he's doing only what Kawhi Leonard and James Harden are doing this season and he's doing it on both ends of the floor I mean the dude is absolutely insane they're a winning they're like a legit winning basketball team they have they're tied with the best I think they might have the best record in the league since he came back or, or because they were tied with Brooklyn uh, and, and with like a top five net rating since like what he's doing is absolutely incredible with his second best player, like missing time and his third best player, like either hobbled or looking lost. Right. Yeah. So KZ I want to get MVP right now. G, who's the MVP? Who's the MVP? Right um, G, I think who's the MVP I right now? I legit think it's a four man race between Jimmy. No, G, say it with your chest. G, come on. Jim who's the MVP, MVP right now? The MVP. There's one number. You know that, that retweet number. There's one number I thought was really interesting. Uh, so when Jimmy and Kelly Olynyk are on the court without Bam, the Heat are plus 16 per 100 possessions in almost 250 minutes. And when Bam's, so when it's Bam without Jimmy, they're minus 15. Hmm. Like uh, Tiff, what do you, what do you say good. to all those numbers? I'm listening to those. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, you got Tiff to listen to numbers. That's the propaganda machine. Take a swig of that peace go. Hey, we it, need man. we need that fake drip drop, brass. That's I need one hit more us. time. Hit it with ass. hit it, brass. Oh, one it. time. We're gonna hit him with a Jim VP. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, check out the LSO podcast. Uh, we got the merch on the website. This shirt that I'm wearing is actually, I, I dripped my drink on it. <laughs> little drip drop drip on my shirt. But this shirt is on actually it. on the website. So unlike the other shirts that we've been wearing that are not on the website right now, but they will be, they'll be back. The Hangover Time Drip Drop Church will be back on the website. So, but check it out. Check out LSO. Check out the LSO podcast. We're going to do an LSO uh, sports takeover of the uh, Hangover Time show one time this week. I'm not sure what we're going to do it. I just got to make sure that Chris Maddox doesn't come with any of his shitty-ass takes. Um, <laughs> like when he said Mo Harkless is going to be the next Jeremy Grant, and I almost Jeremy choked. Grant. We knew um, that. 
Yeah, that was a rough one. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, no uh, mo watch tonight. No mo minutes, man. No, no. mo. But you know, you know who we did see tonight. We saw KZ. We saw KZ. Not that many glitches. Yeah, Siobhan. I mean, I, I, what is there to the complain software. about KZ? He was second in the, on the team and plus minus. <laughs> he got rebooted. Yeah, no, he, he got. <laughs> listen, that man hit the restart. Look, um, I don't really have too much of anything. I don't have anything. Put him in rice. I don't have anything really negative about you know Casey at all. He he played with length. He played with some like some force offensively. He looked like he was intentionally trying to get buckets. He had a little sky hook one time. Yeah. Uh, a little fake ass sky hook over the lamp. So, okay, look at you. <laughs> Go ahead, stuff. That's what I'm talking about. Like it's it's so fucking confusing because we see these opposite of glitches right we see these sparks we see these flashes and then we get it KZ yanked in like the first three minutes I think I thought he looked good tonight he looked good defensively he might have had a block he just tonight he felt more sure in himself and of himself and I just wish we could see that more often um it is Orlando Magic which I'm not going to take anything away from Casey. They're such a fucking strange team. Like, as a team, collectively, they're really bad. But they have, like, decent, serviceable pieces. Um, so, you know, I was happy with what I saw from him tonight. Yo, I'm going to start calling him Rubik's Cube. <laughs> I don't get it. What? How many people can figure that shit out? <laughs> yeah. You, you know, know what it was? <laughs> I watched KZ tonight, and it was like, and here's what you what are you talking about? Inconsistency, figuring it out. Like you felt him all mm-hmm. night. He was so visible. Yes. He yep. impacted the game like defensively. Like he was getting blocks. He was all over the place. Like what? And I honestly, I, I think that's why you saw Jimmy yell at him the other mm-hmm. night. Like pay attention, motherfucker. Yeah. Like Jimmy knows what this guy mm-hmm. can do. You know. More of I, that. Listen, before, I want to stop before Leo says. We're out here saying he's a future star um, or anything like that. Untouchable, Alf. He's untouchable. Yeah, untouchable in trades. I'd I'd ship his ass out for a bag of chips. But listen, but KZ showed you some shit tonight. You know what I mean? Like, it's, 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 gee, and this is one of the things I never understand about Mo Harkless. Mo Harkless will play 12 minutes. And if, if it wasn't for how hilarious Mo Harkless minutes have become because of Tiffany Meeks, like I would not even notice more Harkless played. Like this one, that's, like Casey came out there, he was impactful. He found ways to impact the game, and it's like it shouldn't be this hard. I mean, he showed like some flashes on ball. Uh, Casey Hawk- did. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of why help. we believed it. Like I think the defense. Yep. I think we figure that he'll figure that out. But the offense was like weird. Like you remember, like he would like mm-hmm. dribble out of the paint for some reason. It was really weird. And today, like, made a couple moves, you know, got to the rim, was, like, really going at it. And, like, that's the stuff, like, you need from him. Like, they need a downhill presence. And if he right. can attack a closeout, that, that changes their offense. G, take another <laughs> a swig of Pisco. Mm-hmm. Is that a good take? Do I get a drink? One it was a fantastic take. I just want you to, I want you to deliver with more energy. Like, usually I got to tell you, like, to, you know. You know right. Slow down. Bring down the volume, like you get these. This, you start getting excited, get this high pitched squeal going. I read the, I read the Apple, I read the Apple reviews. I just got to turn down that I yell too much. Oh, again. Don't really, ever read your own reviews. No, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to give the, I'm trying to give the listeners a good product. 
Or when you when you get when you get a a bad review, just curse them out like I just did. <laughs> or just it. respond, or just respond very thoughtfully and just say thank you. Yep. Or just Thank say, okay, audio. like I've been learning to do. Okay. okay. The listeners always say. Oh, shit. Yeah. Cuts, no, they're not. No, they're, uh-uh. We're not putting some that. Some no, of them. Listeners, it's not always. No, remember not. when they told me I cursed too much? I do remember that. Fuck them. I ain't changed a fucking <laughs> thing. Um, <laughs> fuck them. Brash Siobhan, you guys. They asked you to raise their kids. Yeah, well, they told they told me I was I was a bad influence on their children. I said, "Fuck them kids." Right. I told my daughter, "Don't listen to Al. Fuck Al." <laughs> Parents, raise your own goddamn kids. Don't let me raise them. I I spank. I whoa whoa whoa. Oh, sorry. Phrase it, Siobhan. You got um, some plays? <laughs> Siobhan, you ready? Go. You ready? Let's do okay, this. So, Let's so, do this. So, so, wait, 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 wait. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just they look good just tonight. Talk, just talk. There's just some, some things that just stood out to me that I think we can tighten up on. Boom. So, all right, pause. So, KZ is playing really, really great positional help defense. He's like right above your charge line in your um in your paint area. He's guarding the, you know, the, the penetration. He knows that he has this one behind him near the basket. Go, brass, pause. So this play doesn't result in a basket. Vucevic misses this shot, but we see like in the third, fourth quarters, he's not missing that. Kelly, we do that a lot. Kelly is overhelping. There's four other people in the paint and KZ did a really good job at containing and helping and recovering. First play. Kelly should have been out here near Vooch. He's not. He misses, but he doesn't miss, uh, you know, later in the game. Um, go ahead. You can keep going. Next clip. Yep. What's this one? Mm. Oh, okay. Boom. Pause. So they're not trying to switch. He's, I guess, hedging, showing, and recovering. Kelly You're supposed is. to say phrasing instead of pause, by the way. Did I say pause? Stop it. Stop it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so Kelly's supposed, to be, Kelly's supposed to be hedging and getting back or whatever. Um, he's going to end up getting like swiped across the face. What I found interesting here is that when he does recover, he recovers back to top side. Go brass. All right, boom, pause. Right, so for real, for real, when this ball was at the wing, that could have been a real good, you know, diagonal, high, low entry. It's not, I pointed this out though, because there's another play um, subsequently where Jimmy and Kelly get kind of caught on um, him tagging and recovering and he not doing it and get up, ends up getting caught topside again and gets scored on. Doesn't happen here, but um, just some positional things that I think we're good defensively. We can be a little bit better on. Keep going. And then you can let it go to the next one. What's this? Um, oh, pause. Right. Okay. So Precious is guarding the big. Can you start it over? All right. So Precious is supposed to be guarding the big. Same thing. Showing supposed to be recovering. Boom, he pops, pause. So Iggy, 
who is guarding whoever. I don't know these niggas' numbers or their names. I just know them when I see them. So Iggy's supposed to be guarding whoever my man is, number two over this on the is wing. Just he like is. <laughs> Fuck Ross. I know. Um, so he's supposed to be guarding here, Presh, but he has to show so that Precious is. Um, guy he's playing his dive isn't all the way open but precious needs to make a more considered concerted effort into getting back i think he ends up getting the block so he does recover um iggy does a great job though he he shows and he gets back he gets his press play um and i think precious does recover with this block yeah and then the last one is just some that, that, some that block he's untouchable i'm just saying Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> can't, can't fuck with him. Give me Future the last star. one. Future, Future star. Future star. Here we go. Next, last clip. Last one. And this is just some stagnancy on offense. Pause. Start it over. Just from the top. <clears throat> I don't know what this cut Tyler made is, but he like relocate. Pause. Boom. He did a great backdoor, but he. I don't know. I feel like he cut and could have come back our side to the left corner. He doesn't. He kind of like lingers over there. Kelly gives play. Kelly gives like a half screen, not pause. He just kind of floats into no man's land. He's being guarded by two people. Tyler. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Is ineffective because no one can see him and we just look ragged we're not balanced there's no one on the left side of the floor we do this a lot play um and we just don't we don't get anything out of it another missed screen nothing pump fake throwing some stuff up so we we look good um we have one 10 of the last 11 now um sorry if that was a little long-winded i just think there are some places where we can just tighten it up even a bit more Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball player strikes out when the bases are loaded. The best golfer sometimes three-putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you for free with two-day shipping. And the whole process is discreet and straightforward. Get Getting started is simple. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete the online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. 
Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 to get $15 off your first month. Look, that's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Get to roman.com slash heatbeat21. Go get started to save $15 on your first month of treatment. You're muted. Excellent. Oh, there. excellent yes. production by me. Uh, that was not Brass's fault. I have control of these things too. No, I thought that last play was excellent because, and it, it just shows that some for some reason there's these these points in the game where they forget how to play offense. It just gets and, stupid. Yeah. But is it? And here's my question, and for everybody, is it stupid or is it because for them to execute offensively? Takes such a high energy level that because they don't have enough guys outside of Jimmy, Goron's hobbled and, and Kendrick is playing bad again. They don't have enough guys that can just go and create for others by themselves. Tyler had a good fourth quarter. Right. Uh, he had a good second quarter. Um, but outside of those guys, they don't ha- like they don't even have the Terrence Ross right, types. Right. Like it's is it, is it, is it is it is it the fact that they don't is is it bad offense? Or are they getting lackadaisical? Or is it because what they need to do to cre- generate offense takes so much energy that at certain points of the game, you just can't you can't sustain that for 48 minutes? Right. It takes such a concerted effort for, for these players to be able to, to do that because, like you said, the skill set level, it depreciates player to player, right? So while Tyler had, I don't know, what, 20? Even even just that simple cut, instead of him actually like cutting away from the defense, he literally cut right into the defensive player. Yep. So that, you know, so to me, that just shows that at that moment he had a glitch. Yep. That's, those are those are lack of focus plays, yeah. right? You know you're in the, the waning stages of the game and you don't have the talent, you don't have the body. So then you have to be even more right. efficient Focused. in your cuts. You got to make your cuts make sense. Yeah. You can't just be diving straight into the yeah. nigga that's waiting for you at the block. That's when you're tired. That's when, like, the mental mm-hmm. stuff has to, has to turn it on. Right. G, are we overstating a lot of this stuff? And it's just about the fact that they don't – like, they've played – of of teams with their top three players, uh, of any you know kind of high level playoff team, I mean, I think what is the number of minutes that Goron, Bam, and and Jimmy have played together? It's like eighty seven minutes on the year. Right. It's right. absolutely ridiculous. Like, right. it, are we overstating what's wrong with this offense? And it's just that they don't have their best three players. So those three have played seventy nine minutes this season. They're plus that's five it, for bro. Reasons. Listen. Yeah. G, wait a the second. The whole season. The whole season. G, That's like. G, say that shit again for Bam, the people in the back. Jimmy Butler, Goran Dragic, and Bam Adebayo have played 79 minutes this season. Uh, they it's have middle a, of March. Yeah, they're plus five. Yeah. I mean, the season's almost season's over halfway done. Yeah. Uh, conversely, Jimmy and Kelly have played almost 500 minutes together. <laughs> they play 541 minutes together. By the way, they're plus 13.15. That's really good. Uh that's they why are. they look good together. They're one of the Where best duos in the league. Like they're. That's better why than, they look good together. They're, they're getting... better than Rudy and Donovan together. They're better than LeBron and AD together. It's like kind of funny. <laughs> no matter how we dog Kelly, yeah. No matter how we dog no. Kelly, so but it's the reps. He's yes. getting these yep. reps with Jimmy, yep. and that's why he's looking good. I mean, it, he's not having the glitches. Either the shot goes in or it doesn't. 
you right though it is too many fucking numbers on hand all the time. <laughs> but he's not having these glitches because he's used to running the court with jimmy yeah alf to kind of what you and tiff were saying before like they run a lot of very involved sets and they're one of the mm-hmm. fewest isolation teams in the league and mm-hmm. as a pick and roll team they don't run as much of it as other teams so like really mm-hmm. when you you know you can't run these like Spain pick and rolls. You can't run these Iverson cuts. You can't run all this stuff every single possession. It's tiring. It's a lot of screening. It's a lot of moving. And Duncan's really the only guy doing it. So, I mean, sometimes you just need some high pick and rolls, some isolation, get you a pull up or something. But they only got one guy. They got two guys who can do it. They got the one that's old and played and played uh, (laughs) Eastern block minutes. And those are extra minutes. I mean, in theory, (laughs) I I think that this offseason, they kind of thought Tyler would be a better player. Yes. That's exactly yeah. 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 I think that and they, they thought, thought wrong. we can and kind of And I don't think they thought no, I don't ahead. think they thought Kendrick would have uh, regressed to where he was earlier. He he was where he was earlier then he hit this peak that he just kind of came back off of, but I feel like they banked on that right. steady piece of improvement also. Yeah, I think Listen. after what they saw at Tyler uh, at the end of last season, I think they expected yeah. to be able to rely on him a little more right which is fine lack, you should the bodies early on honestly come on, no 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 what i'm saying string. is no, but <laughs> listen to what i'm saying you should guess what he's a professional it's his job so if you're remaining here yo carry these yeah. groceries yeah mm-hmm. like you got at some point we can't we can't say oh they wanted to rely on him but he wasn't ready yeah. You. This is on the job training. You got to get ready. Yeah. This oh, is no, it. I, I agree. I, that wasn't. That wasn't in defense of him. I think that's just. <laughs> but but no, nah, Brass. I wasn't so coming crazy. for you. No, no. I'm just coming for people who just keep saying, "Oh, oh." But it's like but this you is saw, all. You you saw what he did. He became Jimmy's running partner again. Yeah. In that fourth quarter, and in the second quarter without Jimmy, him like if it wasn't for him and Duncan in that yeah. second quarter. It could like the it it, it could have you could have gone into halftime at like a 12, 14 point deficit. Right. Like they just went on a single handed run by themselves. Like and they you know, they did their jobs, man. Like you just gotta say that. You know where I feel like they're at right now? There was a stretch last season where they got major contributions from a bunch of different guys at different times in the season. Yeah. Like, and not even different times in the season, and different times within the same stretch of games. There was a Kendrick game, there was a Tyler game, Duncan with nuts, Bam with nuts. There was never really a game until that one, who was it, the fucking Pacers, where like four of them had 20 or something yeah. like ridiculous. Like there was never really, really a game where, you know, we've seen all of our, our three key guys and the two most important, you know, kind of supporting pieces you know, click together and in, in in a weird way that can be your argument for depth, right? That even when we're all not clicking as one, we're still finding ways to pull right. the shit out. But god damn, it's it's dragging. It's it's yeah. like I it's sometimes hard to watch. So I know it's hard right. on the body, on the psyche. Like they gotta we need, you know, a few more of them at a time to be on together. Siobhan, this season is quarter to quarter with these guys. Yeah. Um, but one thing I think, um, and, and, and I'm gonna give it a G because he'd been banging this drum, not just a Jim MVP, Jim VP. And I think we on this show, we are very hard. Yes. Yes. We have heard of Jim (laughs) VP. Um, we, we are very hard on Kelly Olenek on this show, but what do we always say about him, Tiff? 
He all we got. He all, he we, all got. we got. That is the best option on this he team. People keep laughing, but my why? You know why I say that? There because I I one hundred percent love Bam, but he injured. Yeah. You know who hasn't been injured? Kelly O. Been. And he has find been in fucking I, wood you can find right now. Exactly. <laughs> right. Like, oh, shit. Here we go. Damn. Jesus. Well, he um, all we got. <laughs> but what? What? And 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 this is not just for me. It's not net rating. It's not. And net rating backs it up. But gee, I watch this team, and they are better when Kelly Olynyk plays. Like he, they just like they are just better when he plays, whether he's making shots or not. Like somebody had a a, a and it's funny. We see all these defensive reels of Bam uh, showing out on on perimeter players, tracking guys, mm-hmm. moving his feet, you know, being in position. We never see that on Kelly. Somebody put a reel of Kelly the other day. He he out here doing that shit too. Like he he ain't sagging back in the paint. He ain't He's joking. Hustling. Noah. It's funny. He's it hustling. It took Credit. Spo years and, and a lack of bodies. Spo years to play Kelly like this because we yeah. always for for multiple seasons now we've been just like how come yeah. Kelly didn't get any minutes tonight? Yeah, yeah. it's it basically it, there's no options left because <laughs> yeah. Myers hurt his shoulder and turned into a racist, <laughs> and so now. Like, <laughs> Uh, what a correlation! Uh, who the, who would have known? I mean, <laughs> Hot and ready. I don't ever had knee injuries because shit. One of the worst things to have as a professional player is when they're injured and they got to be home and they got nothing else to do but go live all the time. That's when they get in trouble. You know, it's just like you know you can't be on a hot mic all the time. This ain't the locker room, bro. Anyway, uh, G Kelly, like. You've been banging the drum for Kelly. Like Kelly has been, he's honestly, he's been a top three or four player. He's been their third best player. He's been their third best player this year. Probably based off availability. That's what availability is a big part of it. It's a, but he's been their third best player this year. Third or fourth. I mean, and they're three games over 500 and they have a home right now. They have home court in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So with, with Kelly, I think there's a couple of things. One, like credit to Spo because they really brought him up closer to the level of the screen and not so much as like a, a sinking big, which I think Spo's like, okay, we trust you to move. And he's really, when they, when they trap on the pick and roll, like he's going in with his chest and his body. He's not, you know, he doesn't have the longest arms and we know he doesn't have great hands and he fouls when he reaches, but I think that that adjustment from Spo has been really good for him. I think his rotations have always been really good. He's been crisp. He's just tough because he's not like, you know, he's, he's a little, he's not as strong or whatever. So he's not going to get the block shots and he's not going to contest hard at the rim. But I think kind of putting him a little G higher. You wanted to say he's white. In the pick and roll. No, I mean, because. Crafty. He's not a strong guy and he doesn't have long arms and he's not really going to bother you at the rim. Like when a guy, when he's a help, they're not using him as a help defender anymore. Which they were before. They have Duncan's the help defender, which is crazy. It's really strange. Mm-hmm. Um, and on offense, I mean, he runs a handoff really well because he can. He's unlike Bam. He's willing to keep it and go. He's also like a better shooting threat. And I know that he hasn't shot the ball well, and like he has to shoot the ball better. But teams really respect him and they guard him. And I think the lineups with him at the five. Andre at the four and Jimmy at the three have been really good because they just move a ton and he's a good slipper. He's a good cutter. He's just very active in the offense. And he's always like Duncan. He's always like doing something like not a knock on Andre, but like a lot of Andre's offense. He's like stands in a corner, right? (laughs) That angle three that none of us ever want to see him shoot again. (laughs) 
the Heat don't. I mean, Kelly's a guy that's like screening, passing, involved in cutting. He's like doing shit, right? And that that matters. And like that's a just the activity. I mean, it doesn't necessarily because yeah. he's a like this great player, but he's a willing participant in their. Sometimes I imagine it's a pain in the ass offense to run, but he's willing to run it. Right. Big and and okay, so um, we're we're past the forty minute mark, so we're we're gonna start talking about some some other things. And I think there was a, I want to hear your guys' take. Cause I think Siobhan was on the pregame show. They talked about it a little bit, but I think you dropped out before they really got into it. Um, this whole idea of this, this LaMarcus Aldridge trade where it's um, G you, do you, what's the trade that was proposed yeah. that you, that that's running around Twitter. Like Myers, Avery Bradley, Mo Harkless, KZ uh, for uh, LaMarcus Aldridge. I don't like that. Wait, was that don't KZ sound in? free. I saw I saw a version of it with KZ. KZ <laughs> it was a version KZ with KZ. I don't. Yeah, no, I don't like that version. I don't like that. KZ played himself out of the trade. Yeah, it don't sure. sound free to me. I don't like that. With, but, without you know, KZ, I still think that's a reasonable. I like the trade without KZ. Yeah, I don't like it without KZ. I, I don't. I don't think they should give up. I mean, we can say what we want. I'm about worried about giving up. Redacted. Honestly, I'm worried about giving up none. Right now, at this moment, but he's in the trade. I didn't see, I didn't see, no, I saw one. I saw the ones I've seen. The ones I've seen is a bunch of guys who don't play from a Marcus Aldridge. Yeah, it's like Avery, uh, redacted. I saw that. No, I saw the I saw the one with Ken. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, oh, wait, I lost you. I saw the one with Kendrick, and I didn't see the one. Okay, her computer didn't care for that trade. No, um, yeah, I'm just saying if the one I saw that somebody threw none in the trade, I'm not, I'm not a fan of that at all. I wouldn't trade anybody. It, I'd, I'd really welcome it in a buyout, but like, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to give up. I don't know if they want. I mean, if they want to take um, Rolf, they can. The one take that I saw that was I was very. Um, which made a lot of sense to me is that okay? Let's say the trade is Avery, Harkless, and Leonard mm-hmm. for uh, Lamarcus. Why does that make sense for the Spurs? That's three expiring contracts and a shit ton of money off your books, right? And maybe you throw in a second rounder, no first rounder, but you well, throw Lamar- in a second rounder, no, no, a little no, bit no, draft no, consideration. No, 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 no. I wouldn't even throw in a second rounder, but let's say that is the trade, right? Yes, you would yeah. rather have Lamarcus Aldridge for the free ninety nine. But what it does—that's two roster spots now. Mm-hmm. You open up for this buyout market that looks to be not robust, but you can add serviceable players in right. this buyout market. So I do understand why you would do something like that, where it's almost just like it's like that. It's like the trade last year. You trade guys that are not contributing that aren't even playing. You trade them for guys that can like. Listen, bodies that are available to you, and Myers Leonard isn't available to you. Right. Avery Bradley isn't available to you. Those are dead roster spots. If that's then, the trade, yeah, that's good. Mo Harkless, dead roster spot. You know, I, mean, I would like to see Avery Bradley and see what see, he can because we haven't seen right. Him that's at what all. I said last time. Yeah, I'd like all. to see him get a, get in a good three, four games to even see what he has. I, I, same with, because when he did play, he looked good. Yeah, he he looked like he solved some of those uh, point of att- some of that point of attack defense. And gee, who uh, if if 
if let's say they do something like that and they free up two roster spots, who was on that buyout market that can that could help them right now? I mean, it, right? I mean, I, to be honest with you, I think I'd rather take Demarcus and the buyout than Lamarcus for, for that trade, only because when it if they're mm. really going to be involved at the deadline, they can't be like. Let's say they do that deal, right? And they give redacted and they give all those all that salary for Lamarcus. Then when why the are you saying Myers? Why are you saying redacted? I don't know because we're not saying. Uh, call him out for his his uh, racist <laughs> when, uh, when, racist ass Myers. Just call him racist let's ass. Let's say Myers. they do that. Let's say they Just do, call him Ram. Let's say they do. Let's say they do the Lamarcus deal, and then the trade the trade deadline actually comes for like players of consequence. They don't have anything to trade anymore because Olinick and Andre those guys are important. So if you trade Olinick and Andre to get to salary. Now you trade two important rotation pieces, and and maybe you might get better because you get back a better guy or a more useful guy. But you know, I don't. Th- I would not trade those kind of salary pieces that you can use for something that matters. That's my thing. I mean, it depends on how you feel about Lamarcus, but I'd I'd rather get Demarcus for free than give up all that all that salary that you can use for something else for Lamarcus. I, I agree with yeah. you there, but I also don't think I agree anybody's too. talking about Olenek. Or I'd call their bluff. Or... I'd, I'd call the Spurs bluff, and I'm just like, well, buy him out. I mean, if he, if you're like seriously going to move him, like I don't think anybody's going to. But, but why would like if it's Myers, if it's Myers, Bradley, and Harkless? Okay. If that's the trade, like why? Who cares? Okay, then let's say a guy like Lowry or Barnes or um, the the kid in Cleveland. Like oh, you're now, right. Because now, right. now you, you need those salaries. Yeah, you need you those yeah, salaries. To get right. to somebody else, and like I think if right. it was a like like a legitimate good player, right. I don't I don't wait. You know, you, you the bird in hand, right? But I don't I don't think Lamarcus is like considerably going to change their team. And when there's something pretty similar available in Demarcus Cousins that you can just get for free, like if you if you really want like a big man to kind of eat up some minutes, right? Like I, I think you can get Demarcus over <laughs> over uh, one I, one one trade. I just want to say that. Um, it's funny that the Weird Al pregame show, the the um, one time the for the was WAP. <laughs> yeah. Wop, Sorry, wap. go ahead. Um, yeah, one trade that's been thrown out there is for Kyle Lowry, um, and that includes I don't even know I don't have it in front of me, but I know one player that's been mentioned in that is Goran Dragic, and I just want to say that after. Really, after watching this game tonight, that lob from Goran to Jimmy, yeah. it was the so look cute. That Jimmy gave Goran, <laughs> Goran's not going anywhere. Goran again traded, and but ultimately it's ultimately it's Jimmy's call. But I just do not see Goran going anywhere. No, the thing is, nobody wants right. Goran because it's Jimmy's call. Goran's not going anywhere. Yeah, and I can't see teams asking for him. The thing is. If you want Goran, it's because of the expiring money. Right. We have a plenty of expiring money that matches Goran's money. Like the, the teams that want Goran or are the teams that need a six-man backup point guard to make a, a championship push. Mm-hmm. Those right. are the teams we're dealing with on a trade. Like we're dealing with teams that are just, you know, basically giving up on the season. None of those teams want Goran Dragic. Like you can give them – we have a ton of dead money sitting around. Like, why would you give up Goran Dragic? It doesn't make any sense. I also think that cap space is a little overrated this offseason because, like, the major players are off the board, and unless you think you're going to be, like, in the mix mm-hmm. for Kawhi, 
Right. Like, there's really, there's really, there's no. really not a great free agency, and like I think I think Jack. Go ahead, Shabon. We missed. We missed. We missed. We lost, we lost. We lost you. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that there's not there's not a ton of free agency, so I think kind of the idea of having cap space is a little overrated right now, unless you're trying to duck the tax or something. Uh, but, so, by the way, I, I do I, I will be remiss to not mention the fact that uh, what's the games this week? Tuesday and Wednesday, right? We got a back to back. Cleveland, Memphis. So mm-hmm. Tuesday, we are. I think we're going to do the uh, LSO Sports Takeover. I think Wednesday we're going to have a guest from the Levitard Show. Uh, mm-hmm. Any of you guys who are fans of the Levitard Show, we have a very good relationship with them. We've had uh, a few guys: Chris Cody, Roy Bellamy. Um, we're still hoping to get Mike Ryan. Um, he, 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 if he stops ducking me, um, I reached out for Billy Gill today, and but we're gonna have a um, we're gonna have a guest from uh, the Levitard show this week. And Wednesday, G, we're going to have a watch party. Um, t- talk a little bit about that because I didn't participate in the last one. I really, really want to do this one because I heard the last one was so much fun. Siobhan, you were on the last one, right? Siobhan's frozen again. She looked it like was, she uh, it was Jack, Brass, Same. Frankie. Uh, no, I haven't been on one yet. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I haven't <laughs> been on one yet. I want to be on one. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, uh, G, tell people how they can participate in the watch party. Um, we, I mean, I know it was a good time last time. So, uh, if you're in chat, you can <laughs> click the link that's right there. Uh, Patreon.com slash Miami Heatbeat. Uh, and if you are part of our $10 patron tier, you are uh, you have get access to our virtual watch parties, which is you get on Discord, which is a web-based application. You don't have to download anything, and you're kind of, we'll give you all the links. We set you up super easy, and uh, we chat. So we, we have a stream. We talk. You have to provide your own stream. Uh, we can't do that for legal reasons, obviously. But, you know, we, you, you, you get a stream, and we all watch the game, and we're all on a call together, and it's really fun. We watch basketball together. We make jokes. We kind of break down the game. Uh, we talk about random stuff. It's It's a lot of fun, and... I know that maybe like, you know, do you think $10 is a lot? But like if we were to do a watch party at Duffy's or at Miami's Grill or something, I mean, you're probably buying a, a w- wings and a beer. That's going to cost you more than $10. So like, you know, I think it's a pretty nominal fee and, and you help us out and we all have fun and we watch watch the game together. And- well, G is saying get drunk at your house and watch the game with us. Exactly. I'm going to be on this. I'm going to figure out this next watch party. I feel like I, they're pushing me to doubt. Da- do I have to be on Discord? Because it's Discord shit. I know. We'll give you a link. We'll make, we'll, make it, we'll make it easy for you. And by the you way, know I don't like new it's technology. It's the return of it's Justice old. Winslow. And you know it's that our show, our show loves Justice Winslow. And we're going to have a lot of fun with Justice Better. And, you know, uh, that's going to be a good game because Memphis is playing really good basketball. They have a really fun team. And, you know, you know that Jimmy's going to go after it with Justice and Ja and, and all those guys. So, Join it. It's a lot of fun. I mean, we we spend the whole game laughing, talking. For, Jack is so fun in those because Jack Jack's just a shit stir. So you want to be there. It's a lot of fun. Oh, hope Siobhan can make it. Uh, Alf, if you can. It, it's a lot of no, fun. I'll be there. I will definitely be there. So Wednesday night. Wednesday uh, night. So you're looking at the Patreon tiers for the Heat Beat starter tier. Uh, you can join us for the watch party. We are going to have a shit ton of fun. Um, I'm gonna be. I, I'm. I'm gonna get. Uh, I'll probably get really sauced up for that game. Plug the pot. We have an. Uh, we have an update to a Patreon tier. So if you're a five dollar patron, so we do our locker room sessions after game days twice a week, 
And uh, so that's a that's a fun thing where we kind of go on this app if you have an Apple device and uh, we talk. You guys can enter like a like a voice chat room and you can talk to us, ask us questions. And we do like an Alf and I and whoever else does like a little mid-morning show. And it, we've had a lot of fun with it. And that just goes live and the audio disappears. And we thought, hey, why don't we just record that and give that to our patrons? Because our, our pod feeds are already super filled. We, we post pods almost like six days a week. So if you want a little extra, if you want that kind of little recovery time, as we like to call it, join our $5 tier uh, and listen. Uh, and if you have an iPhone or you want to get in or you're available at that time, join us. Uh, we tweet out the links from our heat, from our uh, at MIA Heatbeat account all morning. So you won't miss it. Don't worry. Uh, and check it no, out. That, that I will tell you that that um <laughs> that locker room show is 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 hilarious. The re like I think you guys need to understand. Uh, the best part about it is hosted by whoever is awake. It is a shit show every day. Trying to figure out <laughs> who's gonna be on the show, who's awake. Uh, because like, listen, like we're gonna do one at ten a.m. tomorrow. I don't know how I'm gonna feel. I've been drinking all night. And then normally we're all like we're all a little bit groggy. Most of us, I know me and G both do the show from our bed. Like I was driving the other day, and you got. Other day. <laughs> I was other driving. Day, you were driving to work. Um, <laughs> it's but it's a good time because it's it is the only it is the only it's the only platform that we have where it's not just like the chat. And the thing is, we love the chat. That's why we. That's one of the reasons we switched to these live shows. Because we did podcasts for years, and we would have to get feedback the next day, and, and from you know from Twitter, we get live feedback from you guys on these live streams, and it's so much fun. I have made such a big deal about brass. I need to see the chat. I need to see the chat. Like I get, I feed off of the chat. You know, mm-hmm. I went off on Leo, and I love you, Leo. Leo's in here every day. I'm listen, Leo. Follow me on Twitter. Hit me up. I'll follow you back. But we have so much fun with the chat and these these. These uh, did I say our bed when it came to me and G? Phrasing. Um, I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> but we have so much fun with the chat. Locker room is the only one where you guys can legit call in like old school radio, and people can just you guys can ask to speak. We we never say no. Like if you want, if you request to speak, we're bringing you in. The only thing we ask you is say first time, long time before you start talking. So I know. Yeah, check check us out on Locker Room. Download the app. We're gonna tweet it out. Um, no slurs, please. Um, I don't care if you know what they mean or not. Uh, <laughs> but get in, man. Like that. Like Tiff, you yes. you and Siobhan, you you hosted one on Saturday morning, unsanctioned, by the way. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> unsanctioned. We went rogue. Yeah, you got. We said, "Fuck Miami Heat beat." I just woke up and I saw Siobhan in our DM chat, and she's like, "Where is everybody? Where, where, where's the locker group today? Right? It's ten a.m." She's like, "As a room," and, and I wake up like an hour later. Is, is, is my camera right? Can, yeah. No, you freezing no. like a motherfucker. Keep talking though. Nah, we can like, hear I you. Siobhan's camera's like crazy. So I woke up super early. And then I came back and no one was logged in. And I was like, well, what the hell? I thought we were going to do one after every game. I know it was two for the week. I said, fuck it. And so just logged on and Tiff came and she helped me. Now we had a good time. I'm sure Blue Wire appreciates the extra work. Problem. <laughs> Shout out to Blue Wire. It was cool. Y'all out here, y'all out here doing fucking shows for free. 
<laughs> Told you I'll buy that shit. That's a, that's a 2015 heapy model. <laughs> All Why right, not? keep look. You gonna look up in twenty twenty one, G, and 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 we gonna be ghosts. <laughs> keep fucking around, saying stuff. <laughs> we, we only get paid for two weeks. That's we the five reasons model. We have a contract. You have a contract, motherfucker. 